following program is rated MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls to call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in three, two, one. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Well, 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 it does not matter who the host is. Today is Wednesday. No, seriously, it is Wednesday, February the 9th of 2022. Day 300, well, no, what the freak am I talking about? Day number 40 of the year in only 325 days left to go. How exciting is that? You know, we already are on the countdown to end this thing, and even though it has just barely started. Anyways, we are broadcasting live from the Safety FM studios in Orlando, Florida, and coming across the multiverse known as Safety FM. And of course, we are hanging out with our friends and colleagues at that other place that we do all kinds of stuff at. Radio. So, of course, we are hanging out with our friends at Radio Big, so we get to do all kinds of fun stuff over there. Anyways, thanks for coming out, hanging out first thing in the morning here, because I know it could be bright and early or dark and early, depending on where you're located, or it could just be late in the day, depending on what side of the planet you're on. Um, So, as we are hanging out today, we're going to do all kinds of interesting things. We'll talk about the world of news, what is going on inside of your world, what's going on inside of my world. We'll do bring in some professional broadcasts where they get to talk about what the hell's going on and then we will skedaddle around and do some other things and talk about the things that are happening inside of the world of safta so we'll do that as we are talking and going about and everything there anyway so let's start off by talking about what was trending in the overnight um hashtag oscar noms was trending yesterday as the, all of the releases came about of who was being nominated and all kind of that kind of fun stuff we'll talk a little bit, a bit about that as it did come about yesterday uh douglas turnbull was trending after the news of his death hit social media yesterday uh social media users debated their love or hate for pot roast pot and roast think about that news of former yankee um gerald williams passing landed on the top 10 trends of twitter yesterday and hashtag light was trending after pixar released the trailer of the upcoming film buzz Lightyear. it I, I'll, I'll tell you i went and saw it yesterday afternoon meaning the trailer not the movie um and i was amazed to already see that there was 4.5 million yes million views for the new Buzz Lightyear movie on it coming out and all that kind of fun stuff. So seems like people are pretty excited about what is going on there. So I guess that's going to be important as we are talking. Anyway, so let's talk about what is going on inside of the charts, the fiction and nonfiction books currently on the New York Times bestsellers list. Because, you know, people get excited about all that kind of fun stuff. So let's talk about some of it and what is exactly is going on there. So um, taking it from the fiction category, um, at the number five spot was Ugly Love. At number four was Savage Road. At number three, The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. Sounds busy. Uh, number two, Verity. And at number one, It Ends With Us. 
I have to tell you, this this Colleen Hoover lady must be very popular. She has a number five and a number one book all in the same spot. In the nonfiction categories, it went like this. Enough already. At number four was the 1619 Project, edited by Nicole Hannah-Jones. And let's see, Jake Silvertine. Uh, what else do we have? Number three, the body keeps the score. And number two, how do we, um, how to be perfect? Really? There's a book about that? I didn't even know that. And at the number one spot, well, red-handed. That's what it was. So there you go. That's what's going on inside of the fiction and nonfiction book categories. Let's talk about this real quick because a lot of people are watching the Olympics because of everything that's going on. So let's jump into that before um, we vanish over here. And let's talk about, you know, the chart toppers there when it comes to that. So I'll talk about this before we get into some feature story news. Uh, The Olympic medal counts go something like this. After four days of competition, Russia has two golds, three silvers, and five bronze. Norway has three golds, one silver, and four bronze. The Netherlands has three gold, three silver, and one bronze. Um, Italy has two gold, four silver, and one bronze. And Austria has two gold three silver and two bronze um in the u.s well they have four silver and one bronze sweden has the most gold medals with four currently so there you go um and worth noting norway came to beijing with the most winter olympic medals at 368 the u.s showed up to the games second with 305 so there you go so that is Olympic medals, not gold medals. So just keep that in mind as we are talking on this lovely morning um, and moving and grooving and everything around the mix of things. Anyways, I think it's time for us to bring you my friends at Feature Story of the News for them to let you know exactly what is going on inside of their chamber. I mean, inside of their neck of the woods. Uh, so we'll get that moving for you right away here on the Rated R Safety Show. Here is the news on the Rising Star Safety Show. From Feature Story News in London, I'm Benji Hire. Demonstrators in Ottawa remain in Canada's capital following nearly two weeks of trucker-led opposition to vaccine mandates. The city's under a state of emergency after lorry drivers blockaded the centre with their vehicles. The protesters morphed to include anger at COVID-19 restrictions and at Prime Minister Justin Trudeau's government. UK Foreign Secretary Liz Truss is flying to Moscow on a two-day trip to discuss the Ukraine crisis as Russian troops amass on the border, prompting fears of an invasion, which the Kremlin denies. It's the first visit there by a British foreign secretary in more than four years. She'll use it to urge Russia to pursue a diplomatic solution and warns that further incursions would bring massive consequences for all involved. The German government claims it's too early to begin lifting COVID-19 restrictions. Despite growing evidence, the healthcare system is managing a major spike in Omicron infections. Pressure's building on ministers to explain their exit strategy from a series of tough measures, including mask mandates, COVID passes and capacity limits on hospitality venues, with a growing list of other European states signalling it's time to relax pandemic-related rules. Trent Murray reports. Germany's health minister has defended the government's decision not to loosen coronavirus restrictions, saying such a move could see between four to 500 people die every day. Speaking to German broadcaster ZDF, he said that currently around 150 people a day are dying on average, a number he considers still too high in the country of 83 million people. 
As other countries like Denmark, Sweden and Israel begin to walk away from pandemic-related rules, Minister Karl Lauterbach, himself a trained virologist, said he believed it was premature to consider similar moves in the EU's most populated country. Trent Murray, Berlin. Top EU officials have embarked on a trip to Senegal ahead of a major summit between the European Union and the African Union in Brussels next week, when leaders will meet formally in person for the first time since 2017. The trip to Senegal, due to last until Friday, is seen by the bloc as a key step in preparations for the landmark event. Rosie Birchard has more. European Commission President Ursula von der Leyen says she wants to reinforce the partnership between Europe and Africa arguing that both continents need each other. During the trip to Senegal, top EU officials will discuss investment opportunities under the bloc's international infrastructure programme dubbed the Global Gateway. EU officials will also discuss cooperation in the fight against COVID-19. Rosie Burchard, Brussels. And... Ballads over bangers as Adele wins big at the Brit Awards, taking home prizes for Best Artist, Album and Song of the Year. From Bureaus Worldwide, this is FSN. With FSN Spotlight, I'm Simon Marks, looking today at the role French President Emmanuel Macron is playing in efforts to defuse the crisis over Ukraine. He's engaged in shuttle diplomacy this week, already visiting Russian President Vladimir Putin in Moscow on Monday, and then Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky in Kiev 24 hours later. So, how's he faring? Domitila Sagramoso is a senior lecturer in security and development at King's College London. I think Macron uh, is being responsible, is understanding the seriousness of this crisis. It was very reassuring to see that Macron was very clear on European points and on Euro-Atlantic positions. He was very firm and he really spelled out in, you know, next to Vladimir Putin what, what were the positions. But he also made it clear that he understood that European security could not be achieved at the expense of Russia's perceptions of insecurity and that some mechanisms needed to be found so that Russia feels better integrated. But it's very hard to reach agreement with Vladimir Putin because the way he operates mm. is, is not in accordance often with our sort of Western principles of, of international law, of democracy and the use of force. It's not going to be an easy task. And the French president has himself said on several occasions this week that it may be weeks or even months before the world knows whether his diplomatic efforts have succeeded. With FSN Spotlight, I'm Simon Marks. And just time for a quick reminder of the top stories today. Demonstrators in Ottawa remain in Canada's capital following nearly two weeks of a trucker-led protest against vaccine mandates. UK Foreign Secretary Liz Truss is flying to Moscow on a two-day trip to discuss the Ukraine crisis as Russian troops amass on the border, prompting fears of an invasion, which the Kremlin denies. And ballads over bangers as Adele wins big at the Brit Awards, taking home prizes for Best Artist, Album and Song of the year. That's the latest feature story news. I'm Benji Hire in London. Listen to our host of the Rated R Safety Show. Self-implode on our airwaves only on Safety FM. Hey, are you tired of hanging around and talking about safety in a boring kind of format? Well, I got something for you. If you haven't hung out with us yet at safetyfm.com, I'm going to encourage you to do so. Yeah, if you come out to Safety FM, you can come hang out with all kinds of safety professionals. Some are safety professionals, 
Some are just people that are talking about safety. But we want to do it in a format that makes it fun and entertaining. If you're kind of trying to figure out what the FM portion is, well, we're a radio station and also a podcast network. You can come out, hang out, and listen to my show, The Jay Allen Show. You can listen to Todd Conklin with a pre-accident investigation. Blaine J. Hoffman with the Safety Pro, The Hop Nerd, Sam Goodman, just to name a few on what could be found on the station. Different things for different people trying to bring safety in an entertaining form. SafetyFM.com. Go to the website, download the app, and carry it with you all day long. SafetyFM.com. We'll be waiting for you. People been saying to your friend, get a different face. And posting on their feed, they're super ugly. The things they say to them online are cruel and they're not true. So tell your friend, I'll stand up for you. Don't worry, I know what to do. Know someone being bullied online? You can be a witness and make a difference by letting the world know it isn't cool. And by letting your friend know you care. Learn more at eyewitnessbullying.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Keyboard Cat, Hamilton the Pug, and Toast Meets World. These are some of the Internet's most beloved pets. And they all have one thing in common. Their stories started in a shelter. Start your story. Adopt a dog or cat today. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Training that pet to play the keyboard, that's optional. Start a story. Adopt a shelter or rescue pet today. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. Allison is perfect. I mean, she'd never tell you that. She's humble and perfect. She likes everyone. She even likes her untidy roommate's weird guinea pig. Allison, wait, are you texting and driving? Allison, no. That's the exact opposite of what I was just saying about you. Why, Allison? Why? Texting and driving makes good people look bad. Visit StopTechStopRex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. We are live outside the home of Joe and Rosie Goddard, where a pretty big tickle fight broke out just minutes ago. Sources say their father instigated the laughter. Let's go inside for a comment. (laughs) Apparently, they have no comment. Dads, let this be a reminder that it only takes a moment to make a moment. Call 877-4DAD411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. It's always amazing to me on how technology changes and so does the environment that we're in. And cyber criminals will do everything they can to take advantage of a system. If you don't own a home, you have nothing to fear about what I'm about to tell you. But if you own a home like me and you don't guard it with home title lock, you're inviting home title fraud. One of the fastest growing crimes. Cyber thieves around the world know our home values are sky high at the moment. And that makes us a target. The crime is scary simple. Let me explain it to you real quick. A cyber thief simply forges your name on a property cell form and refiles it. That's it. Now he or she is on the deed of your home and you have no idea that you're a victim. Then the person takes out a loan on your home and vanishes, leaving you to prove to the police that you didn't commit bank fraud. Home title locks put a virtual barrier around your home title. The 
instant they detect any kind of tampering or anybody messing around, they help shut it down. Look, if you have equity in your home, you need to guard it the best way that you can. Some people might even go as far as guarding it with their life. Go to HomeTitleLock.com and register your address to see if you already are a victim. And enter the code RADIO, that's R-A-D-I-O, that's the code RADIO for 30 days free of protection. That's code RADIO at HomeTitleLock.com. Safety in a way never heard of before. The Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Oh, Rated R Safety Show, Safety FM, Radio Big, 17 minutes past the top of the hour. You and I hanging and banging, doing the things that we do on lovely Wednesdays. So there you go. A lot of stuff for you, so let's get to it right now. Convoy Dispatches, yeah, the premier of Saskatchewan, Canada, announced on Tuesday afternoon that the COVID mitigation efforts would be removed by month's end. Yes, first, the proof of vaccination to enter the public spaces will end on Monday. Monday and the blanket mask mandate will end on February the 28th. I should have said the 30th just to throw people off. Uh, meanwhile, as the trucker convoys um, entrenches itself into Ottawa, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau isn't giving an inch. Well, yet I can't. I can understand the frustration with mandates, but the mandates are the way to avoid further restrictions, he told the media on Tuesday. Uh, so f- worth asking, of course, is what further restriction looks like and what does the plan look like um, to go ahead and move forward? I mean, that would be the next question. Meanwhile, in Israel, a trucker convoy is organizing to gather in Jerusalem. Um, Israel has had not only one of the most aggressive public vaccination um, campaigns, but also has the biggest spikes in cases over the recent weeks. Meanwhile, in Detroit, the Ambassador Bridge connection, uh, the yeah, the Ambassador Bridge connecting Detroit to Canada remain intermittently open. Tuesday, Tuesday, this time in both directions. By Tuesday evening, only one lane was open. A similar blockade has um, uh, continued to hamper the trade and traffic at the Couts border crossing in northern Montana. Meanwhile, Los Angeles, um, the Los Angeles County has announced that it will double down on masking ordinance there as the state looks to ease, ease statewide mandate. So there you go. A lot of stuff with masks, a lot of stuff with mandates, a lot of stuff with band-aids. Okay, maybe not band-aids, but you know, you're, you're getting the move and the groove here of what we're talking about and some of the things that are going on inside of the world. Um, so a lot of stuff happening as we are talking. So let's talk about some other things that are going on inside of this lovely world of ours. And I guess we're going to get into it, even though I try to avoid this like the plague, but we'll talk about it anyways. Um, Biden's um, company chief chief to discuss energy climate bill. President Biden is scheduled to meet today with leaders of some nation's biggest electric utilities in his effort to secure $550 billion in energy and climate legislation. Uh, Bree Jackson has more about the president's push. On Tuesday, the administration highlighted efforts to boost manufacturing and strengthen the economy. These jobs will multiply. Top Republicans argue the administration policies have caused inflation and hurt American families. Okay, more than $300 billion would go towards the items that have to support power companies, including the new and expanded tax credits for wind and solar power and nuclear plants. 
Today's meeting is part of Biden's effort to rally support for the bill from corporate leaders. So there you go. That's what's going on inside of there. If you're kind of looking for the move and the groove of things, because we're always talking about what is going on inside of these world, because it's important. I mean, let's let's just talk about it, because, you know, that's all this information. We're always going to be going forth and back and all this other kind of fun stuff just to get it moving and grooving and talking about this. Anyways, let's talk about this real quick. French President Emmanuel Macron is pushing the de-escalation between Russia and other um, countries in Europe. Uh, Charles Deslama has the latest situ- in the situation with the Ukraine. At a news conference with Ukraine's president, France's Emmanuel Macron says the Russian president Vladimir Putin had told him in their marathon talks in the Kremlin on Monday that he would not further escalate the Ukraine crisis. Macron adds he thinks that's important and that he noted these commitments had been confirmed this morning in a Russian written statement since the second important element, he says, is that there won't be a permanent military base and no deployment of sensitive equipment in Belarus. I'm Charles Tuladesma. Okay, so there you go. Thank you, Charles, for that one, letting us know exactly what is going on inside of that neck of the woods, because it is always important to be able to move forward and understand what exactly is going on. Anyways, I think we're close enough to that time where we need to bring in Johnny Smalls to let us know what is going on inside of the market beat. Here's your market beat minute for Wednesday, February 9th, 2022. Equities traded water Tuesday with the S&P 500 holding within a tight range consistent with the previous trading session. The move is on the back of better-than-expected earnings and positive economic data, but the market is cautious. With the CPI data due out Thursday, there is a risk for another inflation-driven sell-off. The CPI is expected to moderate on a month-to-month basis, but could accelerate on a year-over-year basis, and the data could be hot. The danger no one seems to be talking about is the outlook for earnings. There are signs of easing within the supply chain, but they are localized and not seen across the broad market. This means earnings growth in the first quarter of 2022 will be impaired by rising costs for freight and systematic shortages, and that is weighing on the outlook for earnings growth. If there is one thing that can guarantee a market correction, it's a downtrend in the outlook for forward earnings growth. You can get the inside track from Wall Street's brightest minds delivered directly to your inbox every day at MarketBeatMinute.com. Okay, thank you, Johnny Smalls, for that one. 23 minutes past the top of the hour, Radio Big and Safety FM rated our safety show as we're doing our things here to get you moving and grooving with the world of news um, and all that kind of fun stuff because, you know, that is important. So anyways, let's talk about some other things that are going on. Richmond mayor cracks down on crime. Um, so in Richmond, Virginia, tough on crime, the message from Rich- from Richmond mayor in his state, in his city speech, let's take a listen to what Kathy White has to say about this. Richmond's mayor has a new plan to reduce violent crime. Gun violence has plagued this city for far too long. We've made progress, but we need to do more, a lot more. Mayor LeVar Stoney gave his State of the City speech last night, saying he'll use federal funds to start a gun buyback program. Stoney says this will create incentives to turn in operational firearms and get as many guns off the street as possible. The mayor says the root cause of crime needs to be addressed. In order to prosper, our city needs to be safe. That means safe at home, safe at work, and safe at school. And that means we must be tough on violent crime and tough on the root causes of crime. I'm Kathy White. 
Okay, so let's talk about that. Please tell me about your root causes of crime. So are we saying that it's the people? Are we saying that it's the guns? What exactly are we saying that are the root causes? I mean, I think we spoke briefly about this yesterday, that we always want to deem a root cause of things. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not a proponent for violence. Um, I'm just saying maybe somebody can give me an explanation of what the root cause is here um, for I can have a better understanding of what exactly is going on. And let's just think about this. And believe me, I love when people try to come up with programs and things that they believe that are going to work. So you're planning on getting guns off of the streets. And and that's a good approach. I, I'm glad that you're deciding to do this. But um, let me ask the strange question. Are you going to give a little bit more detail here on exactly what the plan is? Because if I turn in a gun, and I'm just asking the question, of course, and it has no serial number listed on there, or or you have no idea how I acquired it because I don't have a permit, what's going to happen? I mean, that's some of the questions that you have to ask. And I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to, to poo-poo there on the whole thing. But it's something to talk about. I mean, it's something that we have to realistically think about as we are talking. It's not just can't be, hey, this is the information and let's run for it because the mayor of in Richmond, Virginia, said that this is going to be a good thing. I mean, I'm just asking the question here. Maybe it's something else to think about. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. I know. Not everybody's going to love it. So anyways, let's talk about this. Nelly apologizes after sex video appears on his Instagram. Uh, Nelly has apologized after sexually explicit video appeared on his Instagram account. Michael Kastner has more information. Well, apparently he did, and so did she. And then on Tuesday, a video was posted showing a woman performing a sex act on the 47-year-old rapper. The post was soon deleted, and Nelly released a statement saying it was an old video that was never meant to go public. He added, I sincerely apologize to the young lady and her family and called it unwanted publicity. Nelly's management says they are concerned that the singer was hacked and are investigating a breach. I'm Michael Kastner. Well, there you go. I just don't think that maybe that's the kind of videos you should be uh, hanging out with and doing uh, some stuff with and having it on your phone. Maybe that's uh, part of the equation. And I always think it's interesting when you start getting the information about the hack, um, because how does the hack happen? Like, what happened that you got hacked and you didn't realize it until something um, has occurred afterwards? Anyways, let's talk about this real quick. Starbucks is accused of trying to stop the efforts to unionize in Tennessee by firing seven workers. Well, guess who's coming back? We got a little Michael Kastner your way. The coffee giant claims that wasn't the reason. They say employees were let go yesterday after an investigation uncovered safety and security violations. The group says they were only notified of such violations when they tried to organize. They're now vowing to file a complaint with the National Labor Relations Board. I'm Michael Kastner. Okay, so there you go. Some things going on inside of the world of Starbucks, um, or five bucks. Maybe at this point, it should probably be closer to six bucks, um, just in regards of what is going on. I mean, it is getting more and more interesting taking a look around at of the different things that are going on inside of the world when it comes to Starbucks and how they actually are trying to avoid the unionization in the area of Tennessee. What's your thought process when it comes to this whole thing? 
because that's the important part. Of course, the listener has some value added to what's going on. I didn't mention it, but hey, if you do want to come in, hang out, and talk about some of this thing, you can go to callinradio.com, callinradio.com, put that into your favorite little web browser there. That will pull up all of the information that's readily available. Um, That will be video messaging, text messaging, and even voicemail if you want to go into that fashion. Anyways, in some other news, a leader of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints is apologizing after comments that he made about a race went viral on social media. During a Zoom recording on Sunday, the second count, the second um, counselor of the Young Men General Presidency addressed questions that he received about the church banned on black men holding holding the priesthood. Maybe instead of saying, why did the blacks have to wait until 1978? Maybe what we should be asking is, why did the whites and other races have to wait until 1829? Uh, Brigham Young University professor Brad Wilcox expressed regrets for the remarks in Twitter posts yesterday saying that he did not that it did not come through as he intended. BYU also issued a statement saying that the university is deeply concerned by the remarks, though it appreciates his apology. Sebastian Stewart Johnson of BYU Black Students Union says that Wilcox has made similar statements before and that it makes his apology hard to accept. When they talked to him privately about it, there was no type of, you know, apology or change in action, obviously, because it happened again. So it sounds like some interesting times coming out of there, out of BYU. That sounds like the way that it is for sure. Um, So there you go. Just some interesting times in regards. I mean, in the age of social media, in the age of everything being recorded, in the age of everything going on, you know, it's I, I am almost getting to the point now that when you start having some of these conversations, you really need to think thoroughly of what you're going to say, because Things are easily taken out of context in some extent and how a recording can really make you look in some weird ways. I don't know the dude. So let's just make sure that we're clear here. So I'm definitely pulling this one out of thin air here. But man, what what were you thinking when you said it? Maybe that's some other stuff to think about. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Radio R Safety Show. So I don't know if you heard about this, but there was a bomb threat that forced the second gentleman out of school building yesterday. As we are talking, classes are back to normal today as the Washington, D.C. high school after a bomb threat shortened the visit of the second gentleman, Dog Eboff. Um, Ashton Benedict with the D.C. police says that the investigators will determine if it was linked to the HBCU threats from last week. I can't say with any certainty it's not related to the recent threats with the struggling black colleges, but our partners at the FBI Washington Field Office will work with us to kind of decipher what we have here and make those links, if any. Okay, it happened yesterday, not even 10 minutes into his visit for the Black History Month event. D.C. police uh, searched the entire building, but found nothing and said that the threat was not credible. So there you go. That's what's going on on that side. I think we're 32 minutes past the top of the hour. So it is time to do what we call around here our main story. 
Here is our main story on the Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so let's talk about it. If you took a look around and noticed the titling this morning, it was very precise, very specific, and got right to the point on what we should be talking about. We talked about that the title was called, What Are are You an Employee X or an Employee Y Model Worker? And what exactly am I talking about? Maybe that would be um, a good question. So, Let's talk about the good contrast between Theory X and Theory Y workers um, of work or and works. It's a distillation of the, the ideas of Doug McGregor back in 1960. The theory of X managers tend to um, be persistent that they view the workers and that they assume that they are naturally unmotivated and they dislike work. So workers need to be prompted to be rewarded, um, cajoled, uh, motivated by other things, monitored punish for the whole time that to make sure that they complete their task they complete their task a uh, theory of x assumes also that the workers hate their work avoid responsibilities and need to have more constant direction um and have to be controlled forced and threatened to deliver the work need to be supervised at every step and have no incentive to work they have no ambition and need to be externally motivated to achieve goals Think about that real quick. Think about work environments that have that mind, that mindset, and think about some of these things and how they come about. Organizations with the X with theory X approach are typically have several layers of managers and supervisions who oversee supervisors who oversee direct workers. There is plenty of surveillance. Authority doesn't get um, doesn't get to delegate. Control remains uh, firmly centralized, and managers are more. Um, more authoritarian, one may say, and actively insensitive when it comes to others, and they are kind of forceful on trying to get things done. Theory X requires that all frames offers no version of freedom inside of your workplace. So it's it's going to be bad to say this because this is going to probably do some generalizations here, which is probably a dick move, but I'll talk about it anyways. Probably the easiest way to give that example will be similar to an assembly line. This is the way that it's done. This is the way that we've done it. And that's the bottom line because I said so. And that's the thing. Some people will take a look at it and go, well, that's a little harsh. Well, there are still some workplaces that are exactly like that. So McGregor's theory, why in contrast, has more upbeat view to people. It tends towards to move towards decentralization, participation styles of management, and both builds and relies on trust and collaboration to get things done and doesn't drive um, the system of surveillance and control to check the things that are indeed need to be done. Instead, um, it gives people a greater responsibility and managers to encourage them to develop the skills and suggest improvement. So what are the assumptions that take place inside of system? Why? Well, here you go. Most people like their work. There is such a thing as, um, you know, people being motivated by what they do. People need to uh, people's needs and organization needs can overlap. So that's a good thing. Most people like and take responsibility, initiative and ownership if given the opportunity. Uh, most people are capable of solving problems creatively and imagine t- and with their imagination, you know, like some divisions like Disney have a whole set of imagineers. Think about that. And talents gets to get um to to underutilize a whole lot. So so there you go. So there you go. So theories of motivation keep telling us that there are three pillars for allowing people to, you know, instinctively get them motivated. So here they are, their autonomy and the ability to control and direct direct your work and what needs to be done by whom. 
mastery, the ability, the ability to develop your knowledge and skills and your expertise in getting things done better, and purpose, the answer to why, the sense of your of what you're doing with your work and at a larger scale, opposed to it just being something that you're looking at. So as we go through this and talk about this this morning, what do you think about? Do you think about that you're a why person or do you think you're about an X person? I'll, I'll tell you that most people are never going to admit in a public setting that they're an X worker. I mean, it's just kind of the way that it works, unless they're really an ex-worker because they no longer work. But take a look at this. Take a view in a gander on how this whole thing works. Most of the times, when you sit back and you ask the question of what kind of worker are you, most people will say, I am X or I am Y, because that's the style of work that they imagine that they do. They don't look at it that their system is the one that's actually driving the behavior. And I guess that will be the catch here. That will be the twist to our conversation. Because I'm sure that when you probably first noticed the question, and when you first noticed that that's what this subject was going to be about today, you thought that you were going to have a choice on choosing which one it was inside of your organization not coming to the assumption that your organization most of the times is the one that is driving it. Interesting flip there when you start thinking about it in the long run. And believe me, I'm not trying to play coy when it comes to this, but it's definitely a conversation that we need to have because at the end of the day, are you in the right place? Are you in the place that you want to be? Maybe those are the better questions that we should be asking this morning, opposed to asking other questions to make you think more seriously if you were able to choose by knowing when you're going into a workplace that they're a model y or they're a model x which one would you pick if you knew ahead of time maybe that's something really to think about but then again what do i know just a guy behind a microphone oops what did he just say we at safety fm don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests now back to real safety talk on safety fm <laughs> You know how sometimes there's plans for everything out there? You have plans of going back to the gym. You have plans on eating right. You have plans on doing a diet. You know, all those things. What if I told you that you can make a plan to stop male pattern baldness? And let me tell you how you can start this journey off right now with my friends at Keeps. All you have to do is go to the website keeps.com, K-E-E-P-S.com slash safety to receive your first month free of treatment. Keep in mind, two out of three men will experience some form of hair loss by the time that they are 35. More than 50 million men in the U.S. suffer from male pattern baldness. There are two FDA-approved medications that can prevent hair loss. Keeps offers them both. So all you need to do is go to K-E-E-P-S slash safety to find out more and to get your plan rolling. Now keep this in mind. For a limited time, get your first month free. Claim your offer at K-E-E-P-S. That's keeps.com slash safety. K-E-E-P-S dot com slash safety. Hello, Kubo. What have you got planned for today? Come on, this way. Adventure can be found anywhere, but the best place to start is in the forest. It's the most powerful magic there is. Head outside to discover incredible animals. Wow. And beautiful plants that come together to create an unforgettable adventure. Hey! 
So grab your loved ones and explore a world of possibilities. Visit discovertheforest.org to find the closest forest or park to you. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the U.S. Forest Service. My teacher said that we should have a plan in case of an emergency. Do we have one? First thing I'm going to do is grab a flashlight with dead batteries. I'm going to start randomly throwing clothes in the bag. You two will be hiding in the closet and Dad won't be able to find you. And that's when we both start crying. Uncontrollably. Can you pass the cutlets? Winging it is not an emergency plan. Make sure your kids know what to do during an emergency. Who to call, where to meet, what to pack. Search ReadyKids at NYC.gov or call 311. Brought to you by the New York City Office of Emergency Management and the Ad Council. We all want to make sure that our family is protected in medical emergencies. What many of us don't realize is that health insurance won't always cover the full amount of an emergency medical flight. Even with comprehensive coverage, you could get hit with high deductibles and co-pays. That's why an Air MedCare Network membership is so important. As a member... If an emergency arises, you won't see a bill for air medical transport when flown by an AMCN provider. Best of all, a membership covers your entire household for as little as $85 a year. AMCN providers are called upon to transport nearly 100,000 patients a year. This is coverage no family should go without. Now, as a Jay Allen Show listener, you'll get up to a $50 e-gift card with a new membership. Simply visit airmedcarenetwork.com slash safety and use the offer code safety. And don't forget to tell them that Jay Allen sent you. The storks are bringing me a baby brother. We can do this together. All right, let's go. Storks know how to keep kids safe. Do you? What? Oh, my gosh, you don't know. <gasps> I know. You don't. <laughs> oh, man, you laugh when you're uncomfortable. No. Making sure your child is in the right car seat is one of the steps to safer travel. I will rock this. You will rock this. To know for sure that your child is in the right car seat for their age and size, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. Cool, cool, cool. Very cool, very cool. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. It's important to plan ahead for emergencies, like, like the storm. storm. When, when it kicked in, in we had we a were plan. Separated. We, we were able to get in touch with each other in no time. had no idea how to find each other. The whole experience was, was the most frightening 10 hours of my life. If, if there's, there's one piece of advice I'd offer other moms, moms out there, it's to stay calm and keep to the plan. Message. Some parents plan ahead. Some don't. Make sure you know where to find your family in an emergency. Start your plan at ready.gov. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Okay, there you go. What love do? This is Dejana. This song's readily available on Spotify and iTunes. So there you go. You can take a download of that one if you'd like. Thank you to Dejana for allowing us to play this one on the Rated R Safety Show. It is currently 43 minutes past the top of the hour. As you and I are hanging and banging. Okay. 
Okay, so let's get back into it. We got a lot of news and very little time for us to hang out. So there you go. Anyways, let's start talking right away about a new pizza information. Sometimes it's horrifying, but still still a part of our job to bring important information um, that you need to be aware of. So like the example here, according to a survey, one in 12 people admit that eating their pizza with a knife and fork. A poll of 2,000 pizza lovers um, in the U.S. also unboxed the pizza information just in time for pizza day which is today uh, the 94 percent have eaten pizza in the past month 72 percent say that they love pizza so much that they could eat it for breakfast lunch and dinner and never get bored 47 percent think that pizza is the perfect food for the for the next day leftovers 65 percent consider themselves a pizza expert and let's see, 33% would shave all of their hair from their body, eyebrows included, for unlimited pizza. Um, and if you're, <laughs> and if you can get your mind off of that visual for a second, the three favorite toppings were pepperoni, sausage, and onions. The most uh, dep- 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 despised toppings were anchovies, of course, pineapples, and jalapenos. Um, what exactly is this thing called pizza leftovers that you speak of? Because maybe that's something to understand. Understand, because if you bring a pizza into my house, there will be no leftovers. And eating pizza with a knife and fork is not my Super Bowl party. So there you go. Um, I will tell you this, though. When I was a child and Pizza Hut used to be a really big, cool place to go to where they would bring you like the pan and all that kind of fun stuff when you would get the pizza. The damn thing was so hot when I was a kid that I would actually take a knife and a fork to it um, before the stuff cooled down um, and we're able to move forward and do other things um, as we are talking there. So there you go. Just some things to um to throw to throw you off real quick. Um, as we are talking about just some random stuff as we are talking this morning. Anyways, with Valentine's Day coming on Monday, it brings the up the age-old question, what are you supposed to do if you're single? According to CNET Love Sings advice columnist Eric Carson, the first thing to do is not to hide. Round up other friends who don't have plans and make it a night out. Another idea is to send Valentine's to your friends. This could be an e-gift card or, or for coffee or even a good old-fashioned Valentine's Day card or, you know, whatever. Also, definitely give yourself a break from the, the matchup apps. The 14th isn't a deadline, so don't try to treat it as one and just take another breather. And finally, but, um, you know, think about buying discount candy you're not eating your feelings you're fighting inflation i always get halloween and and valentine's day confused because they're both almost about all about candy and being something that you're not and let's face it i'm not single but there's you know there's hope for everyone so there's something to think about so i mean i don't i mean you have to think about the benefits on there you don't have to buy candy at the expensive side you can wait till the day after and buy it for a cheaper price i always look at this thing and i and i go hey you know, um, Valentine's Day is one of those days of the year that it was created by the card companies. It doesn't mean that I love you any less on any other day of the week. Um, it's just one of those days that people go, it's it's an important thing. And I, I don't get it, but hey, maybe I just live in a world of confusion. If my, I guess my wife puts up with my ass for some reason. Who knows why? Oops. 
Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, so there you go. Let's continue talking. Let me tell you about the most important thing that I will ever tell you. I will say it over and over and over again. Let me tell you about my friends at the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Whether you have struggled with suicide yourself or have lost a loved one, know that you're not alone. Hear about personal experiences from people in your local community whose lives have been impacted by suicide and depression. To find out more information, all you have to do is go to AFSP.org, that is AFSP.org, or call 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-8255, or text the word TALK to 741-741. Believe me, we need to talk about this all the time. If you're going through any kind of struggle, Please reach out. There's real stories on their websites, how to get help, how to make a difference, and how you can even join a local chapter. So there you go. Please keep that into consideration as we are speaking this morning about this all-important subject. Anyways, I think it's time to bring in Johnny Smalls and let him tell you about the Motivation Minute. The Motivation Minute is courtesy of InsuranceChicken.com. Today's quote has been submitted by Troy. Winston Churchill said, Success is walking from failure to failure with no loss of enthusiasm. I love that. Churchill had a fun way of saying things. I know people who let failure keep them down. I know others who understand this quote a little bit better, and they let failure have its day, and then they leap to the next project with every intention of making this one a success. Think about every sports team. If they lose a game, they don't quit the sport. They get back on the bus, or nowadays maybe the jet, and they go play the next game. Don't let failure win for long. Get back up and get ready to win. This has been today's Motivation Minute, courtesy of InsuranceChicken.com. They're known for insurance quotes. I'm John Small. Thanks for listening. Your favorite motivational quotes can be submitted for upcoming programs at MotivationMinute.org. Your Wellness Minute is brought to you by AlessaMorgan.com. So how do we know if our body is utilizing carbs or utilizing fats? There are lots of devices that are able to answer this question, but nothing's better than knowing your own body, so let's dive in. First off, to create energy, we need ATP, adenosine triphosphate. Both fat and carbs allow us to create ATP via different pathways. Without a dietary influence, our body generally is going to utilize fats. However, there are some instances your body is utilizing carbs. First, you just had a high-carb meal. There are no variations here, your body will be using carbs. Second, you notice you fatigue faster. Third, you are becoming hungry or hangry at unpredictable time intervals. And last, during high-intensity physical activities or increased stress. For additional resources, check out alessamorgan.com. Okay, thank you for that, letting us know what is exactly going on inside of the combination of the world, between the wellness and between the motivation. I don't even know what to do with myself. I feel so, so moved at the moment. Anyways, let's continue talking about some other things that are going on inside of the world here. Uh, let's talk about this. Firefighters um, found two bodies in a rubble of burned and collapsed building in Bedstew, Brooklyn. Uh, no. No, uh, 
Oh, uh, Noam Leonard has more information. Firefighters raced to the four-story building on Gates Avenue around 6 a.m. Monday. As they poured water on the structure that was under construction, it collapsed. When they finally were able to get inside, they found two bodies amid the rubble. Neighbors say they've seen squatters coming in and out over the last few months. The medical examiner will work to determine the victims' identities and their causes of death. Noam Layden, NBC News Radio, New York. Okay, so a lot of stuff going on inside of the world of the news as we are talking and moving and grooving. Uh, So let's talk about this real quick. A new household pulse survey from the Census Bureau says that finding a daycare is a very real hardship for family. Uh, Mike Bowers reports. The pandemic exacerbated long simmering issues that American parents, particularly women, face when it comes to managing work and family. These challenges led to real hardship for families. In Rhode Island, for example, 16% of families with young kids said that someone in their house household had to take unpaid leave to take care of the little ones. In New Jersey, 17% of households said someone had to cut their work hours. And in Wisconsin, 11% said someone in the household had to quit their job entirely. Early on in the pandemic, there were signs and hopes that child care problems would be addressed. Now it's clear to some women they feel like they're on their own. I'm Mike Bauer. Okay, so there you go. A lot of information, probably not the stuff that you want to leave off on. But hey, we need to talk about it because it is realistic things that are going on inside of the world as we are hanging and banging and talking about um, everything that is going on. Anyways, no winner for Monday night's Powerball drawing. Tonight's drawing will be for $158 million jackpot or $107.8 million cash payout. So if you're going to play the game, I guess you have the opportunity to do so. Anyways, let's continue talking about some other things that are going on inside of here. Let's talk about some things that happened back on this date. Back in, uh, let's see, back in 1992, Magic Johnson returns out of retirement to play in the NBA All-Star Game. Um, He had stepped away from basketball the year previous for having contacted HIV. Uh, That summer, Magic would play at the Olympic um, Dream Team in Barcelona and take home the gold. So there you go. Let's talk about some birthdays that are going on today. Kelly Berlong um, turns 26. Avangelia turns 30. Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan turns 35. Tom Hildeston turns 41. Charles Day, 46. Joe Pesci, 79. Carol King, she turns 80 today. So there you go. There are some birthdays. If you're looking for some reasons to celebrate, today's National Cut the Cord Day, National Bagel and Locks Day, National Toothache Day, and of course, as we've already been speaking about, it is also National Pizza Day, which apparently I was celebrating a day early, but that's okay. Those things do happen from time to time. I guess I'll have to find another reason to celebrate when it's all said and done. Anyways, let's talk about did you know humans are slowly losing their sense of smell, according to a study. Uh, olfactory receptors detect that um, airborne chemicals that waft into your nose, um, but smell receptors very immensely are have one person to them to next. So there you go. The results are also the new study of 1,000 people in Shanghai Institute of Nutrition and Health Support, a long standard of hypothesis. Um, say that human sense of smell may have degraded over time due to changes in the genes that encode the smell receptors. Not true when it comes to, well, 
the people that are actually hanging out here in the afternoon, um, he still smells pretty much um like crap. But I mean, we don't talk about that on the air, so probably shouldn't have mentioned it right now as I did. That's a whole other story. Anyway, so let's continue talking about some other stuff. Let's talk about some whack facts real quick. Uh, researchers um, believe that our skin gets wrinkled when soaked as the body's biological way of, gr- of gripping disability conditions. 85% of people tend to walk around in circles while talking on the phone. It is not widely publicized, but Mr. Clean's first name is Veritable. Veritable. So there you go. Um, almost all variety, varieties of breakfast cereals are made of grass. In 1926, jewelers paired the uh, the advertisers to sell the concept of male engagement ring. They had names like Pilot, the Stag, and the Master. Okay, there you go. Interesting one there. Um, in 8 out of 10 music genre study, love is the most commonly used word. The exceptions is rap and heavy metal. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, if you need some scoops of BS for today, I got some of those for you. Happy birthday to Facebook, which turned 18 today. Just like other birthdays, it took Facebook um, to remind me. According to a report, people who regularly act on their impulses have direct link to the lack of empathy and heightened level of self of selfishness. The study was conducted by spending just 10 minutes with Kanye West. The U.S. military once uh, made a robot that could stand in the crane position like Ralph Macchio in The Karate Kid. Unfortunately, the it's useless without Mr. Miyagi's robot. It just has got its loss of focus. Spirit and Frontier Airlines have announced a $6.6 billion merger, thus combining Spirit's renowned late arrivals and horrific customer service with Frontier's famously Shirley Flight, uh, certainly flight attendants and legendary bag-losing prowess. Boy, are we looking forward to that one. Uh, fact of the day, studies have shown that eating food without... um. Uh, preservatives can improve your IQ score by up to 14%. Luckily, I didn't want to take the IQ test at lunch because my fingers were so greasy. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. We do our safety show. So even though I am leaving this towards the end of the show, I need to talk about this real quick. Our newest version of Safety FM Plus, the app, is finally out. It is available on iPad. It is available in the Google Play Store. Um, and it is available for the iPhone. I believe the one for the TV is still being worked on. But now, finally, after all this time, uh, Face ID is recognizable when you want to get into the app. And finally, 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 you can download the books, the ebooks that we do, directly on from the actual app. So I know a lot of people were asking for that. So it's finally here. Thank you for your patience um, in regards to that. But now it is finally there. So all you have to do is update the app or download the app. All you can do is go to safetyfmplus.com and download it. And it, the new app is out. I'm so excited about it being out and finally there. We will have our newest ebook coming out later this week just to share. Anyways, if you need a phone starter for today, here you go. If you could um, travel back in time, in what period would you choose to live? If you need a random joke for today, try this. In the his- in history, has anyone lived long enough to buy a second bottle of Wachowski sauce? 
If you need something for the water cooler, try this one. Question. A survey says that 11, 11% of people will do this on Valentine's. What is this? Call their ex. So there you go. Anyways, you've been listening to the Rated R Safety Show exclusively on Radio Big and Safety FM. I do appreciate you coming out, hanging out, and doing the things that you do, because without you, we can't do what we do around here. That is for sure. If I can leave you with a thought for today, I would love to leave you with this one. Only dead fish go with the flow. Think about that. Anyways, I know who you are. You know who I am. Love you, mean it, and goodbye. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.